edition of our podcast with winging it with Painter and Rico. Our guest this week is Martin Jazz Ellis. Welcome, Jazz. Hey boys. Yeah, I'm here. Appreciate you coming on board, mate. Yeah. It's nice to see you. I mean, obviously, we've known each other since we were kids, and yeah, it's a long time yeah, ago. We are, and we, you know, <laughs> we knocked about the same sort of people and characters we met down the years. Yeah, um, over the field, over the Irish playing field, just stones throw away. Me to the left, you to the right. There's a lot of good, uh, lot of good footballers there. There is a lot of good footballers. I've caught a few of them on there, haven't they, on yeah. our podcast? Yeah, definitely. Um, so where's it all start for you then, Jazz? Footballing days. Well, down there, really, if I'm honest with you, just play with your mates down the field, be on the back of the cocker as it was back in the day. And uh, I think the very first team I played for might be something to do with your dad. It would have been ambitious British, 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 British Legion. Legion yeah. And then from there, there's another chap who kind of developed a side, who gathered all decent players. And I can't remember his name now. He lived opposite King's Ed Park, and we had like a hell of a side he put out. But there was no real age group to it. So I don't know how he managed to do that. But we didn't play. For too long together, but you had likes of Peter Hayes, bless him, in there, Wayne Jacobs. Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, you, I think I don't know if you played or not. Maybe you were too young, but I'm not too sure. But I did play with all them. Yeah, it was some. It was some. It was some really good players. And then obviously, you know, me good old dad as well down there. Like you know, yeah. like say at least Ted Longford. You know, bless him, and 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 Martin Holford, his, his son, obviously a great player. Back well, in the Neil. day, and Neil, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he really did have a lot of ability, Mark. So I think he played. Um, I went on to play with, um, stop me if I ramble him, Mike. I went on to play with uh, Mangusfield, like youth side with Mark back in the day. And he was, um, you know, I was just okay in that side, but he was a bit special, Mark. I yeah. thought he would have gone on in. Yeah, he seemed to have packed up at early age, didn't he? Yeah, he, he was a bit one footed, but he was still, it didn't make any difference. He, yeah. You know, they got tight on him, but he still had like a special ability, really. And it, all the crowd would sort of come off and he'd say, like, he's a good kid, you know, and I thought he'd go places, but. Do you know, what? it's funny, but I seen Mark. You know, sad circumstances at PA's funeral. And I have yeah. seen Mark for years. Yeah, I mean, right. I chat to him, but he he was a moody player, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a good lad. But well, he was he's a typical moody. winger, wasn't he? He's either yeah. in the game <laughs> or he was out of the jazz. game. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> but he was. He was either in the game and he was out of it. He's kind of sulking, like. But yeah. but yeah, he, he was a great player, like, and, and obviously, like, you know, one of the best players. You know, you're a great player too, but obviously, one of the best. He, Everyone says no doubt says it here. And bless him, was Peter Hayes was a great yeah. player, wasn't he? Uh, for, for our for our local, yeah. you know, to be on the same pitch with him at any time was brilliant, and he was a great player. Well, we've mentioned it before, so now I mean, I, we obviously I played when I was a kid in football, but when he become a bath, he sort of instigated yeah. going to bath. To be honest, yeah, when you two um, obviously knew him better yeah. on the football side than I did in the end, but you know, I knew him outside of football. Yeah. Good character in a pub as well. Uh, <laughs> you always wanted a night out with Pete. Yeah, yeah he, he was just a scream to be with, like you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, he's a great lad, but yeah, he had some. You know, I sometimes think how the players like that. I know he's done he's done well in court semi pro football, but I think I, I wonder if did he not make yeah, the grade? Yeah. You know, you got you, sometimes you got to have a bit of luck, Jazz, and, and other times people would have said, "Oh, AZ's too small." Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and that was oh, yeah. yeah. But again, Jazz, <laughs> exactly. we're talking about look at the pitches. I know we've mentioned that before. You yeah. you just look at an old pictures uh, on the TV of. 1980s football, yeah, and then you go back to now and look at the pitches yeah, they play yeah, on, like billiard tables now. Oh, well, yeah. I, I I seen a thing the other day and uh, on social media somewhere, and who's the greatest player of all time? There's Pele, there is Maradona, yeah. Ronaldo, Messi, Cruyff, Cruyff, yeah. Eusebio, yeah. and and 
somebody put, well, what about George Best? Yeah. Yeah. He played on puddings of pitches. Yeah, and they were kicking lumps out of him. Yeah. Well, they, do you know what I mean? You know, Fantastic football. That, that debate will go on forever and a day. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's a player for each era, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's true, that is. Yeah. And it was Messi's, this was like Messi's time, wasn't it, with the World Cup? It was his, yeah. it was his stage, wasn't it? You know, Ronaldo kind of, kind of feel sorry for Ronaldo, but he's kind of dipped out of football. And, yeah, he's, he's got well, the way he's ended it. The way he's he's ended it with Manchester United. Yeah. Well, and, and almost now with his club side, with, uh, with sorry, his national side, he's it's like he's 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 fallen out with managers, and it really got maybe question himself now if he's. Well, on, I, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I think what it was before the side was built around Ronaldo, wasn't it? To yeah. see him, and now yeah. he's that age. Yeah, whereas, you know, it comes to everyone, doesn't it? You, you're past your proper sell by then. Don't get me wrong; he probably will be a good asset for some teams. Yeah, of course he will. Yeah, but he's got to play in that. Messi's kind of adapted, and he? he's moved on and changed his game to adapt to his age. He's he's like learned oh. new ways of playing, hasn't he? You know, he just fine. walks around for a oh, percent of the game. You took you, you took the words right at me, mate. Yeah, I'd read an article and it was talking about Messi covers the least amount of ground, but he walks. Yeah, but he just finds space. He's scanning. I watched that. I don't know if you've two seen it. Yeah. But he's scanning all the time. He's got pictures and he's just scanning and scanning. So when he receives the ball, he's got everything in place. What he's going to do is he's a fantastic footballer. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with these podcasts, I mean, we talk about like the World Cup. Someone might yeah. listen to this in three years' time yeah. after the World Cup like 2022 is gone. Yeah, but yeah. at this present moment in time, just after the World Cup, I mean, what a final. Best. Best I've I seen. I mean, you know, for a neutral, just to sit and watch that. Because yeah, I went out and watched it in the pub. I thought we got to do that. Yeah. We had it all planned if it was going to be England. I suppose it was a little <laughs> bit like one side and until like you got to the nearly 80th minute and then yeah. it seemed to come alive. They burst into life, didn't they, France? And I got I mean, I thought it was going to be their final in the end. You know, but obviously... When Bappy scoring a World Cup final three and not <laughs> winning the cup, it's like... <laughs> Uh, can't make it up, can you? So Jeffers is still the only man to score a hat trick and be a winner. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. So let's let's rewind to back on, to yeah. your playing days. Yeah. So you mentioned your dad. Yeah. Big influence on you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my dad was yeah because you know we played as a like amateur footballer, and I'm not like my dad funny enough. So my game was always different. My dad's quite a tall. Tall, big man, like you know. And I, I'm, I'm obviously more on my mum's side, so centre half. Or our dad was more of a forward, so yeah. he scored goals. And I was like, I was never, never going to be as tall as him. So I kind of adapted my game, and I usually played in the middle of the park. I played against you, I think, against you both, I think. It, um, certain part I played for Glastonbury then, and you think mm. I, I won't mention the score, but I think we, <laughs> I think we lost quite heavily that night. We were the underdogs, and I think we you played. Used to pop up in quite a lot of Western League teams. Yeah, we was also team photos in the city. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like a few quid. I dived around. I around him and found a few quid. I thought I love like that. Like so, but Glastonbury I did. I did love Glastonbury in particular because yeah. Billy Masters. I, I met Billy, and that was. And how old were you then? Uh, what would I have been then? Twenty, maybe twenty. Three or twenty-four, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, I loved it out there because yeah. they had like a good, because it's out of Bristol, and I knew him through just through football and work. He, he was a welder, Billy, yeah. and like um, I, I played for him, and I couldn't believe like how big the crowds were out there. They were they were because it's out in the, out in the sticks type thing. Yeah. They had good crowds, you know. You come into Bristol and play football. Other than Irish, you always had good crowds, yeah. but other <laughs> other Western League sides, you go to to another game and a Western League game. It was like not many watching, but home games at Glastonbury was like. Quite well supported, so yeah, that was a great club to play for. Well, I played, I played some 
my early days at Pease down in Clandown. Yeah. And that was exactly the same. Yeah, you fantastic. Know, you get a couple of hundred watching a Somerset senior yeah, game. Yeah, you know? in the bar after, like the oh, proper characters wild. like that. And they always tor tormented my accent because even between <laughs> Glastonbury and in Bristol, there's a slight difference. Yeah. So I get a bit of a stick at the bar after. But yeah, it was a great club. And, and, and he's he's still about below seeing his City games. And uh, he's, he's, he's a good man. And he was, I know what question you're going to ask me later on, but he was a tough player too. Yeah. Really tough. Yeah. So what other players were down there at the time you were down there? Uh, Richard Mortimer was a good player. Yeah. Um, you had like uh, Dave Poppin was a good player. Uh, and Billy himself was a good player. Uh, there was another lad called Parker. Um, Bath City watched him a few times, but he's never quite, never quite good enough for that. So I think he went and had a game for your reserves and then came back to us. But he's just... Uh, yeah, just good memories. Did you go down there with any other players, Jazz, or just yourself? Just myself. He invited me down, and I couldn't say me deal. Basically, me deal to go down was he he rang me up. I bumped into him, you know, through work, and he said, like, come and play for me. And I said, oh, it's a long way to go, Glastonbury. He said, no, no, if you're right, you haven't got to train with us. You can just do what you want. But if you do train with us, it'd be worth your while because you can fill your car up with petrol because the chairman owned the chain of garages. <laughs> so basically, I would go down, fill my car up with petrol. So... I travel around free for the week, and I get a couple of quid for playing, like you know. That's right. Isn't so it? it worked out. My money was worked out pretty good, really, because I'd have this full tank of petrol <laughs> in my marina car, whatever it was. <laughs> Don't talk about the car, but it was like um, it was like yeah, it was good. So I was living for for free fuel wise. So he was, uh, but he was he was a great great character, and I can tell you like loads of stories about him. Obviously, I can't use language on here, but he was just great, you know. And sometimes you know, yeah, we had a decent side, but he, he was just a as a manager, a lovely bloke, but it's a bit disorganised sometimes. Give us a typical story, Jazz. What well, I can always remember being down at Chard, and there's a slope on the pitch down at Chard, I suppose you've both yeah, played yeah. down there, and he said, um, they were pretty decent at Chard at the time, he said, if we go out, we come in at half-time, and we can keep it to nil-nil, he said, you know, we've got a good chance in setting half, and uh, <laughs> we come in at half-time and 5-1 down. <laughs> so his first words were, his first words were, he said, like, forget, forget what I said, Start the game. That's that's out the window now. And one of our players were he was kicking off. One of our players having a little moan at him, and he he always come out with a sentence. It always stays with me. And he said, "You could be quiet because you've got single child syndrome." He said, to us. <laughs> <laughs> and I can also remember sitting there half time. And in the end, in the end, his talks were so bad, really. In the end, you've got a change room really that he's lost because everyone's just laughing. Because and and we went. We, we, second half was better, but we still lost five one. So. <laughs> So, so that was it, really. But single child syndrome, because he, he was answering him back. So that was his retort to him. Like, but he was—he was, he was like an old man. But like, after the game, it, it kind of was gone. He—he he, he was. You could—you could have a laugh with him. Yeah. But that game in particular, everyone lost it half time, and we kind of all sat there thinking, "This is gone." But I suppose second half, we did go out. We didn't concede anymore. But the game was—it was—it was gone. Like, but it was. Uh, but yeah, he was a great great character like you know yeah. and you do come across like yeah you're a good character you get you come across yeah. in football just footballers so they do their job and they're just footballers like yeah. then you come across players that got a lot of charisma a lot of character yeah. like you know and, and our, our, our way I think did have a fair few of them that's what I did like you know I, I always say that you, <laughs> you know it, you got your personalities and, yeah. and, and good at man management yeah. you've got your, your your coaches that want to coach yeah. but can't man manage and, and, and vice versa but you know when you get people like that yeah. you know for me Terry Gillard stands out at, yeah. at, at Clandown you know uh, God rest his soul but you know he he, he was similar you know he, he'd give you a bollocking but 
in the bar. Yeah. Do you think biggest influence, like, on my career on a football pitch, and I was lucky to play um, with him. He was brilliant. And I, I was at Trowbridge for a little bit. I didn't, I didn't cut it there. I, won, I don't think I was good enough, and I just, like, I was out of my depth, really. So from Trowbridge, I did, I was, there, there was a chap, Polly Parrott, his name was a manager, it, odd down at that time, and what he'd done, he, yeah. he took Trevor Tayton, and was was is odd down now. He's left Trowbridge, and I went and played it odd down with Trevor Tayton. Kenny Allen was a like um, a central defender, but Trevor Tayton, I played in the middle of the field with him, and he he is one hundred percent my like, you know, if it was someone got to say who's a, who was the best player you played with. Hundred percent in. I've done all his work, mind, because <laughs> Trevor was getting a bit older. Don't get yeah, it wrong. He, yeah, he yeah. used me to be his legs, yeah. but like what he done, he he kind of he kind of changed my game totally. Where I would try to like try to overplay, over impress, do too much. He taught me like to, to to when to release the ball more, when to and if you're not having a good game, he always said you can get your tackles in. You can always do certain things to affect the game in there. It's just simple. That is good advice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah simple, simple. And on the pitch, good, good to be beside because he just. He, sometimes you have a great game, sometimes you don't. But when you weren't having a great game, like I said, he had simple little, simple little things that he would say to you, and you think, yeah, you can do that. You, you, you can, you can have half a decent game. You can get like a, a seven out of ten or a six out of ten mark against your name if you do certain things and 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 don't dip below it. So he, he, he kind of is. He, he wasn't manager, but he was kind of the assistant there. Polly was a the manager, but Trevor would do the team talks and he was really organised like um, before the game he talked about set pieces who stood on the ball set pieces corners against corners yeah. four who stood where and who went where and that's back when oh that was um, I had long curly hair like you then <laughs> <laughs> I did say there was a lot between us in the air right? I could have sneaked in the back side man. you wouldn't have known I don't think other than, other than maybe not being quite as good to be honest with you. But yeah, it, it was eighties. It's yeah. it in the eighties, and but he's a legend anyway, isn't he? He was down at Bristol was, City, and he was. Yeah, I've seen him Saturday. It was nice. Yeah. I've seen him Saturday. Yeah. It's nice what he do down there. Yeah, and he he was like not being funny. You've seen him, and he was still like he he, he, he came out of the game. I don't know how long then. I can't remember. My memory's terrible, especially on these meds. But like um, he 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 left. He gone to Torquay where he played X amount of games, but it didn't really work out. And then he went to Trowbridge and Trowbridge to Oddown. So Oddown had him. It's still a pretty. Decent footballing age, and he was still in good shape. Like you know, he lost his legs obviously a little bit, but he had me to do the running. So like, say I was knackered, and he was all right after the game. <laughs> that was that that group of City players were special, though, weren't yeah. they? Sweeney, yes, yeah. yeah, Sweeney, Tom Ritchie, you yeah. Know. And they, they were they were all approachable, weren't yeah. they? Tom Ritchie, yeah, they they are now, aren't they? Yeah, they like, mix in, and and, and yeah. I bump into Paul Cheesley quite often. He'd be in the Lions, and or or, or or you know, within the City Ground on the corporate thing, and he's like. um He's 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 modest. He's humble. Normal he's almost work. embarrassed if you say I think how good you think he was and how far he could have gone in football. Yeah, you know he's he's almost like he's humble. Yeah, yeah. You know he's not. There's no edge on him at all. But yeah, so I think I think really we've like you two obviously really good footballers and me more average. But I think we come from good footballing times and I do think now local football maybe someone might tell me off for this I don't know but doesn't seem to have the same talent or, or the same no, level say it. Did that. Say it. I agree well. I think it's commitment as well yeah do you know what I mean it's not quite the like same football was everything yeah. for us we were it, it's now it seems I don't know why or what it is but even even, even watching Bristol City play football like Saturday was a great example you look and you think oh god this is this is poor this is poor 
And that, that bothers me a little bit. And I'm going to say this, is if there's any young guns out there listening to this, come on and tell us we're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> come on and tell us we're yeah. wrong. It's not, all, it's not all the kids, because obviously no. some good ones out there, great players, but it's just like, back in the day, there were so many when we played that were good. And it was, I think the standard was tough. Well, you're, you're talking about, you know, uh, Trevor, Trevor Tate playing yeah. parole down in that. Yeah. Pros don't do it now. No. They no. don't drop down. No. You know, uh, <laughs> We had a good friend of yours, Sean Donnelly, on yeah. when we first started out, and he was running the free lines. But you had Scott Murray and yeah, Lewis and all that yeah, turning out. I mean, that, that side is a fantastic side, yeah. isn't it? Really, you know that Sunday side is yeah. just like the great Sunday pitch. Really, is <laughs> <laughs> you pay money to watch it, aren't you? <laughs> but it's, 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 it's like sometimes on a Sunday, what he puts out is just ridiculous, yeah. really. But it, yeah, you're right. It's a shame they folded, but. Yeah, but yeah. that's another story. But it's difficult. It's, it was difficult for him to carry it on, really, wasn't it? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. but like, that's Scott Murray is another player, and he's like a local legend in now. He's, I know he's Scottish, but he's fantastic. Yeah, I know he's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> but he, is, he's, he's, he belongs to us, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, 25 years. Yeah, yeah. that's where I look yeah. at. He, he's like, he, he's one of us, and he, do you know what I mean? He's, but he's, and he mingles and mixes, and he, he's, he just loves it here, doesn't he? Oh, he's, yeah. he's a special player and a special man, isn't he, you know? Yeah, and what what he does for for charities and yeah, and, and that's why I think we're lucky because it, 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 I don't know if this happens in other places, but the, at that time and they are still here. Our our footballers did mix with us. Yeah, and it was great. So in the end, even for me to be, I watched Trevor Taken in the in his first division days as a kid, and so I'm on the terraces, and it, and it was a special moment for me when I signed for Oddown. That was why I went there really, because if he was there. You're sitting in the changing room with with one of like you keep when you're idols, when you're idols. Yeah, you know Trevor Tate really was because I looked at him because I always thought he was quite small anyway. And as a, as a player, I was small. And, you, and I always remember being down the city ground as a spectator when I was little. And I, I'd look at Tate and think he's smaller than the rest, but he was tough, you know. Yeah. They, a lot of Jerry Gow, tough. Played a lot of games as well. Yeah, they? tough players, and 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 they expect like you know, but the way he struck a ball was just something else. You know, we tell you where he's going to put it every time, like, you know, free kicks. He's just a special player, good player. Like, I, I was fortunate enough to play with Sweeney, Jerry, yeah. Jerry Gow, and, and Tom Ritchie down at Yeovil. Yeah. And, um, and um, yeah, learned so much from them. Yeah. And, and, and just as just as human beings as well. You think you know it all. Yeah. Um, they carry themselves well, yeah. don't they? If you yeah. know, I mean, even on the pitch, they, they, I can't explain it, but when you when I played with Trevor, you, you, Well, you, I forgot one. Donny Gillis, yeah, because he yeah. Would, he would, he wouldn't let me <laughs> off with that one. Well, Danny Bartley was it at Trowbridge when I was was a, yeah. and he was he was like kind of similar to Trevor, small player, but I, I think they had that same good habits. Yeah. So when you go out and cross a white line, they had like this this kind of mentality that you you would perform like this. Obviously, you're going to have bad games sometimes, but this is this is what you can do today. Don't matter who you are, you you can do these things. Yeah. And, and and that's what they go out of you sometimes. I do a little bit more and have a really good game. Oh, I never forget we we had the old baths at Yeovil when I was down there, and they'd run. Him and Tom Ritchie and Jerry Gow would run a red hot bath, right, and get in the bath, and they'd come out and waist down. They were red, red. right, but just to get the knees working yeah. and all that because their knees were absolutely yeah, knackered. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. wow, well, yeah, but they played. No, you wouldn't miss a game. No, they kept themselves in good shape, didn't yeah. they? You know, good habits. Didn't really drink too much. You have a beer after, but they looked after herself. Like yeah. Trevor never let himself go in the bar after. You could have a laugh with him, but he he, he stayed within his zones. You know what I mean? He would never 
you'd never see him make a fool of himself or be drunk or not. So he'd never done that. But certainly after games, I'd never seen him do anything. He, he just clean, yeah. living, good habits, kept his body in good shape, I suppose, you know? Mm. Not like me. <laughs> <laughs> So what other clubs did you go to then, Jazz, during your career? I know you had a few Western. I know I mean, yeah. about the photographs, but I can remember picking up the Independent and yeah. saying, oh, Jazz is with them this week. Yeah, I like the photo. I, 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 like I, I think it was in one summer special. You had about six, 16 photos. I like the, I like the photo. I you like, must have had some tracksuits. I like the photo. Yeah, I like, I like the photo. I like the new tracksuit. But I went in too many. I, it was basically up down, up down Glastonbury, Minehead. That that was me, me, me clubs. Like, you know. Would you be down Minehead with... Yeah. Oh, there was like a, it was basically through Brian Bennett and uh, it, there was a mob of us like David Cockerton, quite a lot of little yeah, Ashton yeah. boys. And what I didn't really know very well, but like he rang me and said, come down. And I, I thought, again, I'm not going down, but I, it was a bit embarrassing really because the old minibus was from Bristol. There was no minor players on the yeah. side, which is like, is a bit, which is a bit stupid really. You know, when I think back is, uh, yeah, it was, it, 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 I, it was all right down there, but like, um, Sort of Glastonbury was my my side, but there was a, lo- a local derby, and it was a bit sad what I done because um I, I I didn't score many, but I scored a few, and uh, it was an important game, and I actually sent my Ned, like relegated my Ned, I did. What when you was at Glastonbury? Yeah, it was like so. It was a night game. We played my Ned, and uh, I, I scored a decent goal cutting, and and and, and scored this goal, and uh, we beat them one in on the night, and that was it. And I sent, like sent them down. So I was, I was a bit like, uh, they were going down anyway. A bit like Dennis Law, Bang United. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did feel sad about it. Though, yeah. I, I quite like the, you know, the, the, all the staff were always good. Obviously, Brian's gone now. Like, you know, he passed away, Brian, and it's like, but it, but they were, it, it was a big old club. And but, but when I went down there, it was a club in free fall. If I'm honest, which it was like, yeah, they, they were tossing a bit of money around and stuff like that. But it was a club that was like, in free fall. They were overlooking their, uh, the kids that, sh- that, that should have been playing. Some of the reserves were quite good players. Brian just thought he could build a side on you know take took Sweeney down there and but Sweeney left because he could see things were going to go wrong so you know you can't blame him you know he got well with Brian but you could see he wasn't he was not it's not going to be so I didn't stay there too long and that that, that was where that was where I ended up being it when you being at Glastonbury and basically with with the what you said earlier on before we, we started chatting the hardest player you played against was for me Billy Masters and we became mates mates out of football but on a pitch as well and he was like he was he he was hard, really really tough old player. Like he'd be off now. He'd be off for, for his first tackle. Do you know what I mean? That's how he done it. He, he he even tell you in the change room that he's he's going to put a big tackle on someone. Well, now that's a red. Yeah. It's a straight red. But that was his welcome to to play against me. And that's what school football, isn't it? And that's what he done to me. He done that to me, you know. And I thought, Jesus Christ, he's lovely. Yeah, and he, and he's and he's 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 gone right through you. Like with no, he's got the ball kind of, but he's really. He took every piece of your body, and, he, yeah, and you think, Jesus. We've had a few of them on, haven't we? Yeah, yeah and, and he was like, "Are just really are," but he didn't. He didn't look it. He was like quite a lean, muscular bloke, but he, he, he didn't. He didn't look like an hard player. But Christ, he took no prisoners, none at all, like you know. And that it was him, like really. I knew him. I knew, that was my. I knew him out of, out of football, and he still do that to me. Do you know what I mean? I, and that was he was definitely, and he had me weighed up because he just kicked me. He just kicked me every time. So as soon as I got the ball. He'd always try and mark me and he kicked me as hard as he could. So, i got to be honest, I think back in the day that was the norm, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, well, he knew he'll be off, game over. Yeah, but he would now. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I've played, I've, we've had a guest on here, and I, I 
we've had people in here we've had on our podcast. Yeah. I'll name him Mickey Tanner. I know Mickey pretty well. But I played against him. He went elbow me, elbow me straight in the face. Yeah, yeah. There's no like. And I was only because I was expecting it. I was able yeah. to sort of lift me out of the way. Otherwise, I'd have been broken nose, yeah. jaw, whatever. But even if I'd been on the pitch back then, and no doubt you had the same. And I've had, like, say, been down at Elmore playing or, or Tittering or what have you. And I've had players in my ear all straight away. Like, you know, as soon as you get the ball, you're, you know, never letting you know what they're going to do to you. And you think, like, <laughs> I suppose it still goes on now, that, but they would do it. <laughs> yeah. That was a difference. <laughs> and get away with it. Yeah, that was yeah. thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I watched Trevor again, I mean, even down at Wellington, we played down there once, and they were trying to have Trevor off of the ball, you know, little things off of the ball to to, to, to get him going. All the crowd were on him, and he he, he was smart, never rise to the bite. You know, he looked look after himself. He could more than look after himself, if you know what I mean. But, yeah, yeah I suppose like, not intimidating, because he never felt out on a football pitch. But, you know, you still think, blame me, got he's on marking me today. You knew you had a game, like, you know? So, yeah. But, yeah, good times. And, and obviously, going back... To Sunday football with me dad. I mean, they were they were tough, tough games. I mean, on the our toughest game, I don't know why it ended up being a game of like it was a game of hate. We had Michael Bill playing back in the day, yeah. so we had a good Sunday side, and we'd always, always, always fall out with Hembury, the other side of town, on a Sunday, and like it would it would start like a good game of football and then you get one rash challenge that would lead to many and it was like a game of like all football out the window and it was like you think, and a poor old referee don't yeah, know what to do and it was like <laughs> and our, you'd, have our, you'd have our dad and Ted on the side and, and it would just be a nightmare And but they, they were tough times but can good players can you remember your teammates back then Chaz? yeah I can remember some not all because like, my memory's yeah. terrible as I'm getting older but like you, you have me you have Michael Bill you have Mark Longford Neil Longford um Nigel Brimble sometimes, Paul Emmons. Yeah, it was a good strong side. Uh, I think it might have been Dave Gibson in goal, but you know, he was he, yeah. you know, a big keeper, but he could move about, he was agile. Yeah, yeah, it was a good side, it was a strong side. But obviously it was always it was it was typical Sunday football. It was because we after side played decent Saturday football. Yeah. Because who wasn't injured in where they were on the Sunday morning. But sometimes you see him turning up with bandages and, yeah. and he still wanted to play on a Sunday. And I liked a good Saturday night out, so what i do, I didn't always turn back at home. I was living at my mum and dad's then, obviously, so I was young. But on a Sunday morning, our dad would go to my bedroom I wouldn't be in it. I could be anywhere. <laughs> so our dad would travel around looking for me. <laughs> There's no move on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, travel around looking for me with my, like, you know, all my gear in the car or whatever, the spare boots. Yeah, I left there, so I had the other kit. I need to come and find wherever I was. You know, I don't worry, I can't go into details on that one. But wherever I was, in that, he'd get me to play on a Sunday. But yeah, we had a great time. But that's another great, great player, Michael Beale. No one really oh. talks about him now because it's, it's so long ago that he went. He was yeah. only, what, in his 30s. But that's another player that was, you know, we could have. But he was looked at by a lot of clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, a... I think Man United and Elsie. Yeah, and he was like kind of an outstanding. When we we're all small kids, he was already tall, blonde. As soon as he walked on the pitch, he looked like he could play, and he, and he could as well. Do you know what I mean? So, and he and he had a massive like heart attack, passed away, and that that one that was like a massive because he was a close friend of mine. Went to Benidorm together and stuff like that. And that yeah. That that one was like that hit me for like a few years. That one did it. Yeah. And in the end, like we, we even before he passed, we you know, we we'd go down the city ground together if we had no game or anything. And he was um yeah a proper good boy. He was, and that was sad. Like no age at all. And how old was he? He got to be only thirty odd. Early thirties. Early thirties. Yeah. Yeah. And no illness as well. No, yeah. no. But sim- very similar to Pete, but obviously much younger. Just, just it down with a huge heart attack. Well, it's, it's summer, you know, Dave Palmer, exactly the same. Yeah. You're saying about yeah. really yeah. affecting you. 
Christ, yeah. 49 pounds and, and yeah, changed my life. Yeah, it's, it's life changing. And like, yeah. you know, you don't like when you're younger, you try to like make it kind of bounce away for you. But if, if I'm honest, you look back on because you're you're not kids, I suppose you're young adults at that time, but we knocked about together as kids. Or at, literally, I even went youth hosteling with him when I was eight and nine. So he was a proper yeah. proper mate, and that, it, it, one of my biggest losses in my life, really, yeah. and it, it affected me. It might be up a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was he, he was there and he was gone, you know. That probably leads us on quite nicely, Jazz, into your predicament at the moment. Yeah. I mean, not, if you don't mind sharing. No, it. it's not great, and and I, I this is what I am like really what I've come on here for more than anything at all. Obviously, to talk about football is, is always good fun, but it's like um it is prostate cancer like awareness. I didn't know and now I'm like stage four so if people I didn't even know what stage four was well you know I seen I mean? you Saturday didn't I I said yeah. what's that mean Jazz well stage four means you're dying basically so like they, people say living with cancer and that's a good thing to say and I say living with cancer as well but stage four means you are you're dying with cancer unfortunately there's no cure there's only meds that can keep you ticking over and I'm running out of one of mine already because um, my, my PSA reading and I'll go into that a little bit so people understand about that but um, my PSA reading is beginning to rise already again on the meds I'm on and they'd open, they were open I'd have maybe three to four years on these meds before I went on to my next ones so it's life extending all the time. So just explain to our audience what the PSA is. The PSA reading is basically a blood count that they do that goes through the prostate. It doesn't mean you've got cancer, it doesn't mean you've got cancer but what, what it does it can indicate that the prostate is in a state of change. So this is why I urge people to, you can you can actually get, I've looked online, you can actually, it's too late for me, but you can actually get little kits that are 19.99. you um, click your phone with it and it gives you an indication if your PSA is good or not. And basically a man of um, my age, when I was diagnosed at um, like 60, a, a good PSA reading is around four. And if it goes to 10 is, is, it's kind of let's have a little look at him. Mine was twenty nine point nine. But you can, you can, and it, this is where it sounds odd. It, you can get readings of like four hundred and not have cancer. It can just mean it's an inflated prostate. Because as we get older, when I can, I can say this, when we're younger, we kind of all pee stronger. And as we get older, unfortunately, all of us, all males, our pee slow slightly. It is because the prostate increases slightly in size. And sometimes what happens as it's increasing in size, unfortunately. The cells in the prostate cancer and cancerous, as unfortunately mine has. And what I didn't know, they, 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 they think I could have had prostate cancer for nearly 15 years and I didn't even know. So Because I didn't have many symptoms. But like simple symptoms that people can help themselves with is to do a PSA reading, is to, if they're, if they're nervous or feel anything like poor flow or... Um, even even a, even a dribble of urine after you you finish going, if that happens often, like not so much erection problems some people, but with me that that was okay, not being funny, like but simple little things to to look for, but like go to your doctor, go to your doctor, and it is horrible because he will he will lie on your side, you will be checked, but let do it because it, it can save it can save your life. It didn't save mine, unfortunately. I had a blood test turn, it was a bad blood test. Went to the doctors. Soon as he touched my prostate up inside, mood in the room changed. Um, he didn't tell me there and then, but he did know. He told me that after, but I've met him since. Yeah. Um, I, I organised scans immediately. I was MRI scanned last Christmas Eve. 
I was bone scanned on New Year's Eve and I was diagnosed with stage four cancer like a couple of weeks after that. And there's an awful call at home because I was open. If it would have just stayed into the in the prostate, they could have kind of captured it in there for X amount of time. I might have then died of old age. And if it would have come out of the prostate, it would have took longer to come out into my body or, or they could have even perhaps removed the prostate had it been in there. No, but unfortunately for me, it's in my L2 vertebrae, in my ribs and in my lymph nodes. And, and possibly I can feel different things happening to me now and because of my PSA is changing, so it could it be spreading again. So I'm being scanned again just after Christmas. But but what, what I'm banging the drum on really is, it's like I'm in a bad place now and I'm not going to get out of it. But like if, if people just do simple things, you know, just a simple check on yourself, like like just just toilet flow really. And I will tell you a really interesting story. It's only, it's only a brief one, but this is what made me actually go. I had like a deep pain in my back and I just thought, you know, a bit like you, roofer, whatever you think. Oh, I've got backache today, manual working. And um, they tested me a couple of times for a water infection. And I just thought, okay, it's just, it's not a water infection. I've obviously hurt me back. It's a bit of a deep pain. And I was at Ashton Gate. It was half time. I mean, the urinal were moaning about the game. It's like, Bristol <laughs> They're not performing rubbish. And I'm, this chap comes along. He's chatting to me. We're moaning about, like, Bristol City. Oh, they're not doing it again. What he does, he... I'm already told it in there before him. He comes next to me, he's chatting away, and then he goes and washes his hands. I don't even know who he was. And he comes back to me, taps me on the shoulder and says, get checked out. You're we in a long time you are, mate. Didn't even know him. And he's gone. And I thought, wow, that's a big thing he's just said there. Like, I didn't take didn't take it personal. I thought, fair play to him. That's a, that's a, that's a good bloke thing to do, what he's done. And uh, it was him actually there. And I just sort of went back home watching City then on, on that was when I started going on the Monday I thought I'm going to make an appointment for the doctors and that was the start of it so it's kind of saved me life because I would have not have gone anywhere maybe even now mm. and I've been riddled with cancer now it's bad enough as it is but he, he whoever he was and I don't even know who he was he's played a massive part like now so that's a bit of a nice story to say like you know and that's a proper bloke for me because oh. It's a bit embarrassing doing that. And, and some, some people take it the wrong way, though. Yeah, some blokes would say exactly. And I didn't, I kind of, I just kind of, it was a nice bit to chat to anyway, because we're just chatting about the game, and there's nothing good to say about City these days. <laughs> and, it, and, and, it, and it was like that that day, and it was, and I thought, oh, fair play to him, like, and I kind of respect that, you know, and I, I don't even know who he was, and I wouldn't recognise him again. But how many of us know? No. You know, no. We, us blokes, we get a national health check <laughs> yeah. when we're 60, don't we? Yeah. How many don't go? I even went for the, um, what, what made me sad was, I went for the um, uh, bowel cancer check. Yeah. They plucked up courage to have that, where to go up, look yeah. round. Uh, that was a big thing to have done. I'd done it, it was clear, thank God. And then I thought, well, that's good. And I sort kind of sorted my life out for, I, I took redundancy from Rolls Royce where I worked, had a good job. And I, I kind of set myself up for early retirement to yeah. live nice. I thought I'll have 60, 60 to 70, that 10 years of, 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 of nice living. And I kind of expected things 70 to 80 because you know, that's that's what my changes. Likes, yeah. yeah, of course it does. But like, um, I didn't expect it at sixty. So like, you know, if I can get to seventy, I'll be more than lucky. So it is is massively life changing. It affects the family, affects everything, affects your it affects your plans. You know, everything is it, 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 it kind of hangs over you every oh, day. Massive jazz. Yeah, it? don't yeah. go away. And and that's why I say just just if I could just turn the clock back in, maybe some of the simple things that I did have and I didn't realize been a bit over the top and gone to the doctors. They might have caught it in, in my prostate. I was never, I was always going to have it, and I, I, I kind of accept that. 
but like the doctor could have made it he could have changed things for me because they they could have caught it earlier thing is jazz 95 percent even more than that blokes are the same aren't yeah, they, i know the doctors but i chat to a girl where I, I do a little part-time job i haven't been for a bit because i've been unwell with the cancer and she i work at saint monica trusted fries chocolate porter over there <clears throat> sort of handyman and there's a a portuguese carer she flies over and back you know to look after a person she looks after obviously they could they got a few pounds and they pay her to do so and she's chatted to me and she's like you, you kind of embrace people who've had cancer and she's had cancer so you just get chatting like you do yeah. now and she just said mm -hmm. that she couldn't believe in this country that they don't really do anything because in portugal a man is invited to go to his local doctors at about 45 onwards every two years he hasn't got to go but he's mm -hmm. invited to go to have his prostate checked and she can't believe over here that we don't yeah and we don't we don't we don't we don't do anything it's the biggest killer in men silent killer and this badge i never even knew what it was on tv that's how ignorant i was to prostate cancer until i had it so i'd often see the people on tv and think well what's the badge don't really know what the badge is that's how naive well, and jeff, in the end. jeff stelling is, is a martyr brilliant yeah and now obviously i'm fully aware and what i've done since because i'm you can see i can chat what i've done since i've, I've like um I'm joining prostate awareness groups where I am going to do talks like this and go to like, um, you know, it's, you can't call the word shows as a wrong word to use, but where people will be gathered together, where yeah. people who've got it or people who haven't got it can share experiences and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, it is horrible, you know, and I'm, 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 I'm okay at the moment. I know I look all, all right, but I know my destiny, I know my future. I know what I'm going to look like in the end because being a good friend of mine that's just passed away, of this very illness, I'm friendly with his wife and Beanie. Yeah, he's a local city yeah. fan, well, yeah. well known. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. He lasted nine years with this, and in the end, you know, bless him, you know, it, it got the better of him. But he gave it a brilliant fight. You know, if you can get nine years, you've done, you've done well. And he was strong, and he, and he was good for me. He talked to me, you know, gave me advice and told me what I'm likely to go through, what I'm not going to go through. So, you know, I, he's given me my path, if you know what I mean, uh, and he's good. Like so, I, I know that once. Um, the BRI kind of unfortunately finished with you because uh, what happened is they run out of meds. There's nothing else left. I have got two more to go. Chemo is next, unfortunately. Uh, and then after that, there's one more. And then it's, they send you to Oxford for trial drugs. So you basically have anything that they give you. That they're, they're, you're a guinea pig. But if it extends life, it soon be it, like, you know. So, 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 so that's a story, really. It's, it's a sad one, and I'm gutted about it, but... I talk about it. When I first got diagnosed, obviously I locked myself away for five weeks to get my head around it. But like, it kind of hangs over every day. You're in the car sometimes, the radio's going and you're happy. Then you think, oh, am I happy? Do you know what I mean? Then you, you, you kind of rein it back in. You think, no, you've got to crack on with life. So it, I, I honestly, it's not like being like, um, like a martyr or not like that. But if I, if I can just say one or two, just by doing this, just one or two, then, then, then that's, that's great for me. Because that, that could have been me saved. Do you know what I mean? So, if I can just, if someone's listening, thinks he's just he said something that's made me think. Thank you. Awareness, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. yeah, brilliant. So that, I'm passionate about it now, and, I, and I'm going to be till till I'm not here anymore. So I'm not going to do like. I think you've got two choices: either you lock yourself away, and and, and either way with it. I, I do that sometimes because side effects are hard. What I'm on, I get hot and bothered. Um, it kind of changes your personality sometimes. I went to a wedding the other day. I knew some people around the table, so I was comfortable with them. But the ones I didn't know around the table, you kind of feel embarrassed because it's a cold day and I'm in a t-shirt like or, or, or short shirt, sorry. 
and I'm I'm sweating away, and everyone's looking. Think, what's the matter with him? But you know, because they don't know. And in the end, I just sort of say, I got cancer. I can't help it. It's me meds. It's, it's, it's a side effect. So, but it's uh, it's just one of them, really. But the medication is good because years ago, I'd probably be already dead now, and uh, the meds are good. But unfortunately for me, what's happening is like a hormone therapy treatment I'm on at the moment. It lowers your testosterone levels because cancer loves testosterone, prostate cancer. It loves it. And it, it spreads like wildfire. So what they do, they, they lower your testosterone levels, which is life-changing, you know, lots of life-changing things. I have still got a bit of uh, air under there. I've already got more air under there. <laughs> 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 you can pay me back. When I ask me chemo, you can pay me back then. But like, uh, but it is, um, I try to laugh about it, but it is sad. And, but I, I'm lucky I've got good good missus, good family around me, good son, good friends. Like you've seen some of me meet Saturday night. And uh they take they take me for 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 what I am, and sometimes I'm there, and sometimes I can't be there. Like it's as simple as that. Sometimes I'm bad, you know, and I can't I can't go out because it does. If, if it I cause it come to life, the can if the cancer kind of comes alive, like you know about it. And I know people say the right things. Oh, you can fight it, blah blah, which is, which is nice things to say. And I'm not funny with anyone about that. But once it starts to beat you up, it beats you up, and there's only one place, and that's bed. And I just lie there. The little dog comes up on the bed with me. And I stay there until the pain passes and then gather yourself together and start again. And that's uh, how you crack on, like, you know. So mm. so that's my story. But it is um, it is sad, but it's, it is what it is. Because all, all, your, all your plans, you can't plan. I've realised that in life. You really have got to, like... Live for today. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Not that I didn't, but, like, I kind of planned. Like, you know, I've done all right, like, financially-wise with the work. I've done loads of hours and... So I, 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 I made sure I was financially okay and the family was. And I thought we can have a really good time now and it's like snatched from you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and you, you, I'm glad they will still be okay, but I won't be part later on of the good time that they're going to have, you know. Well, we applaud you, Fiona and Rico, we applaud you yeah, to come on here and talk like, about yeah. it. And like you said, if you can make other people aware. Yeah, it's a big shout. I know I don't want to be gloomy because this is, it's, it's good to be jovial about it. And I, I think like, like what the podcast it should be good but I just wanted to I've gone a bit yeah. serious on that but I just want to hit it home right you know because um, you know it's, it's, it's just, relevant jazz isn't it do you know what I mean it's, it's so important yeah. and, and in blokes it is the biggest killer it's the biggest one out there and, and I don't get I don't get it why is ignored and it's just I just can't get me around it in this day and age and they say about cost but the, to keep me alive it's costing them a fortune so I'm probably their biggest bloody dread, really, when I walk to the hospital. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I've been told that the next, after chemotherapy, which is expensive enough, there's one more I can have after. It's, it's a long name, begins with L177. And they're saying it's like a, it's a six-monthly injection again. It, it's something like nearly £100,000 for an injection. Wow. So why not invest that money in prevention? You know, when, now, now they've they got, they got to pay loads on me now. Yeah. So I'm having it, so that's good. I'm but eligible it's, it's, for it. It's like you said earlier, though, Jazz, isn't it? It's a, it's the awareness. It's, it's knowing. Yeah, I didn't even know. I was so naive. I didn't even know where it was yeah. in the body. Yeah. I'm not being funny. I really was that naive. I'm, I'm one of the worst. And I told you before the badges. I always, I love sports. I've seen the badges. I didn't really know what it was. And prostate. I thought, I thought if you've got it, it ain't really big. It ain't really a big problem because you can remove it. But the call I had was awful because. The, it, it was COVID times still, you know, coming to the end of them, but they basically said, you can't come to the hospital, really, we'll, we'll give you a call. And uh, he'd already talked to me, the consultant, the pre-scan, said, if you have got cancer, don't worry, because we can remove it. 
like the call at home was an awful call and I had the phone on loudspeaker as my missus is obviously part of the call because we're, we're a couple and he basically said like you know it's not good news I said okay like remove it and like we spoke about and I didn't even know like we said just now stage four he said can't remove it and I said so what do you mean you can't remove it he said I said you could remove it he said no it's it's gone too far you're stage you're stage four and I said what does that mean what's stage four what are you going about what's stage four he said well you're dying that's what stage four is without treatment you're dying and of course, my missus is in the room here in the call, and I'm thinking, I'm just like numb, numb, and I, I just like, I said, okay, thank you. I <laughs> ended the call, and I just thought, well, that's it. Like, so, it, so I hid away for five weeks, gathered myself back together, and now I'm like me again. And I'm, you see me out Saturday. I'm mm. mischievous and a bit naughty still. I'm the laugh. <laughs> so like, I, I just crack on with life, and like, that's all you can do, like you know. Yeah. But I do. If but someone how strong are you mentally as well to to to, to cope with that? And I'm not blowing. You know, yeah, your trumpet, I get like you get, Airplane. you do get, um, uh, your Macmillan nurse are brilliant, they are fantastic. Oh, okay. And I've realized how lucky we still are in the NHF. I know there, you know, there's a shortage, and you know, I, I haven't suffered from it at all. I've been seeing when I got to be seeing, I get phone calls regularly off a of Macmillan nurse. You sort of all get, you get two Macmillan nurses who look after you, yeah, and you can call them and they call you anytime, and they're brilliant to talk to, and you also get like, um help with your mind if you're in a dark place I've had that but she kind of thinks like you said I am alright really I kind of I get more out of this this yeah. is good for me good this is really good for me and so so this is this is a real proactive thing to do so if this makes me feel good helping others and that's got to be good all round so yeah. so that's why I'm going to get on board doing stuff like this you yeah. know but I'm not going to hijack your, your talk on that. Anyway. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's really interesting jazz, and it's like you said, it, yeah. like, if it helps one, two people just listen to this, because like you said, obviously 95% of our people listening to us are footballers, round about our, our age, age group as well. Yeah, yeah and this you age know? group, once you're over your 50s, and they say it's hereditary, but there's our dad. I know he's got dementia now, bless him, and he's struggling, but our dad's like no sign of it. So yeah. I'm like the first in the chain, unluckily. So mm. why is there? I don't understand, but it is what it is like now. Yeah. My dad had prostate, but it didn't kill him. Yeah, right. You know. Um, but yeah. I've got to say it now, like on air, it is hereditary, so you yeah. should be checked. Yeah. No, I, I've been checked. Yeah, good. So. Yeah, yeah. good. Because it's, it's like, it's just a simple thing, and it just just get checked. Yeah, and I, I wear the badge as well. Yeah, fair play to you, that's good. And it's just simple things like that. So it's like, if we can make, make more, more people aware, just... I've just, people are yeah. still going to catch it but it's, it's get it early stages it's like every platform you can use isn't it to get yeah. the info out there yeah yeah yeah. so let's let's let's, let's change the subject a yeah, bit. Go on, fire away. You, you mentioned earlier that you enjoyed the coaching when your mm. son was mentioning and obviously oh, yeah, you, yeah. your family your family we against each other as kids and football our kids and football oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I so grew up together yeah, yeah I'd go down one day and I think we were playing I was managing like the, or I was coach with the, the a Cleveland Town, I what it would have been under eights, yeah, no, and yeah. you would have been with Batwell, wouldn't it? I was yeah, with Batwell. so I get down there, look across, and thought, Oh, Christ, <laughs> here we are again. <laughs> so, I kind of you got your kids on the pitch, and I thought, Here we go again. Like, you know, what's your son's name? Jed, 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 yeah, Jed. And he, 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 he done well. And I said before, I wish he'd carry on playing, but you can't, you know, you can't, you can't make him play if you didn't, don't want to. And he, he went all the way through the um. Right for the, to the under twelves down there, and he's pretty good. And end up playing for Fryeridge a little bit, and yeah. he and he kind of stopped playing, which is a shame. Really, it's a lot but, of kids do that. They don't. They? But it's, it's like we were saying earlier on. Yeah. But he, and he again a decent player. Not because I'm his dad; he's a decent player. I stand on the side as a coach, and you know we go and play our sides, and it's, it's nice to really see well, like the ten's a good player again. Like, and you think well, that's good. There's my son. It's nice to hear it, yeah. you know. But now he stopped playing, like you know. 
But we did laugh that day because I straight straight away thought, here we go again, like, but yeah, so, but that was nice. So I went on and done a, you're, you're very, you're very basic. I you've done level one. Yeah, level one coaching. Which I enjoyed, yeah. like, you no, know, yeah. but, but I suppose I was a bit naughty. I was there, is it, like I said before, I was a bit selfish because I was there primarily because he was there. But, but in a way, I should have stayed because I really thoroughly enjoyed that because yeah. I found kids' football so honest. You know, they, they, they're honest, aren't they? They just play and that's all they, they just want to play. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that part of it. Like, you know, kids that they, they maybe weren't so good. And, and and you can make them just that little bit better. It's yeah. rewarding, like you know. And they they knew they were getting better too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it was good. that was a nice yeah. time. Coaching's about, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. And they had a nice setup down there. Yeah. It's a great youth setup down there. It was brilliant. Yeah. And this Cleveland Town's a nice nice setup down there, isn't it? Really. Yeah. 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 Had a great club then. Jazz is Bristol City. We spent a lot of money oh, on there over the years, haven't you? Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. So when I stopped playing, before I when I played football, obviously I watched City. Like that was always my side of I never playing, and then after playing football you know when I finished playing football yeah that was my um, Bristol City has always been my side but oh they test your patience I'd have brown hair if it weren't for Bristol City <laughs> Do you know, the hair is white watching them you know, it's a living nightmare but yeah they, it's always there though. you just you keep going I keep going I keep going back and I'm going down again boxing day even after that Saturday but it's, it's there it's just I suppose it's your friends and it's just it's just all day is your club and you can yeah. It is in your blood. It's Name some of your muckers. Oh, on air? Yeah. Uh, Steve Baker, good yeah. friend. Paul Herbert, good yeah. friend. Sean Donnelly, good friend. Yeah. I could go on and on. There's loads. Uh, yeah. Andrew Lockhart, good friend. Nobby in, yeah. in, in the Lions, <laughs> good friend. Yeah, there's just, just there's so many. There's just so many. Like, no, it's just... But, it's, it's all pub full, really. Yeah, but... The, that's what football's about. Oh, you walk in there and... and but the and, thing is, like, Saturday Jazz, I mean, I'm sitting there, what? Just after twelve, probably at past yeah. twelve, and we're still in the free lions at one o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> Saturday night is yeah. twelve hours. And I go in there. I go in there, and as soon as I walk through the door, like I've always been like, like known in there, quite well known in there, because before pre this, I was a bit boisterous in the pub. But like when I go in there now, it's it's still nice. It's still nice. People like, I, I like how blokes kind of are different these days and embrace. Another yeah. bloke's issues. Yeah. Whereas, whereas at one time it wasn't like that. Now, a man upper. Yeah, yeah. But I've got a clue, Andrew Lockhart, real close friend. Steve Baker. I don't even mind saying it on her, like because he, he's 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 told me he struggles to deal with it. So we kind of can't really talk about it with me. Yeah. Though he's got my back, hundred percent. Yeah. Where Andrew Lockhart is proper, a different attitude to it. I'm here on the phone. He put his arms around me if I ever need anything, and he he talks he talks about things, and he's. It's just different different people, which I respect fully, mind, because everyone's going to be different. But it's just uh, it's yeah, nice to see blokes good. like yeah. respecting, say, mental health and blokes' issues, which has never been really done well, before. From our sort of dad's era, we went to no, not at all, not at all. Yeah. Well, it's when you know talking talking about the pub and the freelance and, and and Sean in that. You know, my my hairdresser. Yes. My hairdresser, she's 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 Rovers and right. lives north of the river, and but she's been down the lines the last couple of Saturdays. And, oh God! You know, there's no pub like it. Oh yeah, <laughs> there, there is like there is like for me, there's like no pub lobby because when you go after the game, you go in there, you might get a solemn two minutes. That's about it. Then the pub is like alive, whether City win or lose, it's the same. It's the atmosphere is just always up in there. Sean makes sure that, doesn't he? Yeah. He's, he's, he's brilliant. Sean's brilliant because yeah. 
that pub rocks, don't matter how city do, yeah. doesn't it? You know, it's he's, irrelevant. Well, he's nuts, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you got to look at Saturday. Like you said, <laughs> look at Saturday was like yeah. not the greatest game in the world. And the pub is well, like you think we've probably won the FA Cup. If, you want, <laughs> if you're for somewhere else, you think, what's going on in here? Because yeah. yeah. everyone's joyous and it's just a great. And, it, and it's nice for me because I got this. It takes me out of me. Say, say you feel you can't feel down in there. There's no yeah. place for it. You know? Yeah. And I know he's good with me, mind Sean too. Yeah. He's you know he's. Well, you're all about embracing, right? The bloke in the world embraces you more, is there? No, because yeah, you're on snog every time. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, what fascinates me with Sean, he'd have a fair few on board and remembers everyone's names, doesn't he? Yeah. You could go in there just once and you remember. I've took someone in there, like who's been in there once, and you take him in there, say, two years later, and he, he still remembers our name. Yeah. You think, how does he do it, like, you know? Mm. But yeah, he's a great landlord. Yeah. I don't know what he was like at football. He says he was good. Was he good? No, I've got to tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I play, I play with Sean at the Friendship. <laughs> right. When you know the Saturday football was coming to an end, yeah, and Moggy was Dave Mogg was running the the friendship, yeah, and um, yeah, so I played with Sean there. Right, well, Sean knows a lot of good players there. Eh? Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. He knows everybody. That's yeah. the thing. You know, you're a person you don't know, mm. but yeah, he's uh, he, he is a good. They're they're a, they're a good pair. Him and Les, they're like yeah. perfect. They're they're a great pair, and it is a great place to socialise. And I yes, I am in their Boxing Day. Well, is there anything else you want like to mention, Jazz? Before nah, we finish that's it, up? mate. I just thank you two very much. The dreaded question. Well, exactly. he sort of mentioned the best player you played with. It was, is it Billy? No, I'd say, I'd say, I'd say there's two really. One is one the best player I played with. There's two really. I got to say two, and unfortunately, they're both gone. One is Michael Bill. Yeah. To be being the same side as because we were in the same school teams and we went through that together all the way through, uh, and, and Peter Ains. And they're both local lads, but they generally were the two yeah. best players to be on a pitch with. I'm going to be biased towards Mike Bill because he wasn't me, but you know yourself, he was. I don't even gone the year, so people unfortunately don't mention yeah, him we very much. Yeah, we grew up around that. But he was yeah, a good yeah. player. He was a really, really outstanding. He was an outstanding player, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, he was like a and another good player. I never really played with because he was always just that little bit older than me. But I kind of watched and always respected. And he's he's godfather to Jed. He's Gary Jacobs. Oh yeah. No, he was like yeah. a graceful. Yeah, that's a good player. He, he's a, he's, I never really played with Gary. He'd be in order, but I kind of always looked at him and thought, "What a great, what a great footballer! Always, yeah. always lots of time on the ball. Lovely and, bloke as well. Yeah, yeah, very easy with a football. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he went to Norwich, didn't he? For and, yeah. and he came back and then he kind of went to Kingston or whatever. But he, he was he was great to watch. Good player, yeah. Yeah, steady, like easy. Made football look easy, like you now. So that's it, really. Well, fair play. Thank you, Jim, yeah, for uh, was interesting, yeah, giving me the time to put that over because I, I, I really do appreciate that. Yeah. No, Jazz, it's our pleasure. From yeah. Painter and Rico, winging it. Thanks very much. Thank much appreciated. Cheers, Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers.